Welcome, anime viewers, to Anime Was Not a Mistake, but we might as well call it The Sopranos Was Not a Mistake at this point, because Dan has started watching. He's yeah. in the middle of it, and that is the greatest anime I'm of past all time. the m- middle of it. I'm almost at the end. Oh my god. <laughs> I've mainlined it uh, at the expense of anime for the time being, mm-hmm. um, but that's not to say that we don't have things, you know... Oh no. Uh, for our, our project purposes, we have, uh, you know, a lot of anime on the docket... But in terms of casual viewing, the only anime I've been watching is The Sopranos. So mm-hmm. uh, I intend to change that again because I'm close to the end. But um, I sw- I, I need to get that <laughs> guilt out of the way first. Oh, <laughs> I need <yes>. to confess. <laughs> um, I'm glad you did, Father Anton Toll. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he sees everyone that preacher. Uh, um, <laughs> anyways, uh, short news week, but an ample news week at that. Yes. There were two big ones that I have on the docket. The first I have here is um, Metroid Dread. I beat it. I heard that you just got it. Yeah, uh, loving it. Mm. Uh, I just beat Kraid last Ooh. night. Because uh, again, with my schedule, I've been I've been like playing it in bursts when I can. Mm-hmm. Perhaps staying up a little too late. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love it. Smooth as hell, as you were saying. It is, it is just, the exploration is great. Everything is great. It's the top tier Metroid experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, it's challenging, obviously, but it's it's like I don't know. It's it's very well made. You know why you lose when you lose. Mm-hmm. Similar to like um, you know, like the the, the Soulsborne stuff. Yep. Like you, things are precise enough that you know why you lose when you lose. Mm-hmm. And it's like okay, I gotta go back and re-strategize that one. Yeah. And there's a way to, like, sequence break things, oh, and it's yes. like... There's uh, new animations if you get certain things early um, on certain bosses. Yeah. So, I mean, that's really cool. I do like how the internet is like, er, a hard game. <laughs> what do I do? Well, yeah, yeah. And we had the repeat of the Cuphead guy. Yeah. The the one guy who couldn't do the... He couldn't figure out how, how to, to jump. shoot up yeah. or, and then jump, and yeah. then it was... Uh, so he gave it a bad rating and started mm-hmm. playing Castlevania instead. So it was, uh, I, I don't know, but it's, it's a Metroid game. Yeah. It's, it, that's and what they it is. do tell you, like, if yeah. you're stuck, shoot at things like classic Metroid, Super Metroid. Yeah. They do tell you that every boss's attack is dodgeable yeah. or counterable. So, I mean, I love the challenge and I will say, Dan, without spoiling, I did say, this is the best Metroid game in the franchise. At least it's sneaking up on Super Metroid on me. Mm-hmm. Because that ending sequence, oh my goodness gracious. The last boss, you gotta get down to a pattern, mm-hmm. and you feel like you're a fucking bounty hunter yourself when you you do it in. Mm-hmm. But um, that ending sequence, I've never seen anything like that. It was so good and so cool. A fitting end, seemingly, for now. To this chapter, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Of uh, Bounty Hunter Samus Aran. <laughs> Space Robot Metroid Samus. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm glad you're enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, no. Excellent game. Um, yeah, I, I, I just... Yeah, there's a lot to take in. Mm. But in a good way. Yes. You know, it, it, it always keeps you engaged. Um, yeah, so, I mean... I don't want to, the other thing that I've been preoccupied with this week. I will yes. save to you. Oh yes. Um, but the third thing mm-hmm. that I've been is I'm still going through Tales of Arise. Yep. As am I. Um, Slowly. 
Very slowly. And this will be one of those uh, genuine anime was not a mistake life help hacks yeah. things. Um, I love Tales of Rise. Mm-hmm. I'm playing through it. Mm-hmm. I I got past like the first Lord dude. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm messing around in you know the next sequence of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are like me and you're playing and you've gotten the main goober into his like second outfit. Mm-hmm. And you start to hear like a tinny, almost tinnitus-like sound. Mm-hmm. That is main dude's costume. Yeah, there is like it's a, like a ting, ting, ting. Right, yes. when he runs. Yeah, it's been brought up online. It, it, it's like so. If you are like me, and <laughs> like, you're you're especially like what is that? I don't know, affected by like <laughs> high frequency shit for what have you. Just switch him into another outfit. Mm-hmm. I bought like a bunch of the goober. Uh, weeb outfits. Weeb and beach yep. outfits. Yep. The the beach fun days. <laughs> and stick them in that. It doesn't affect the stats or anything, but mm-hmm. it is just when that dude is wearing armor, <laughs> some of us are going to be affected by mm-hmm. that, like... You know, and not everyone... He's a sensitive boy, Dan. Yeah, not not everyone <laughs> is bothered. Like, it's a it's a legit no, thing. Like, it doesn't not bother everyone, me, but it is noticeable, and I did yeah, uh, yeah. read some discourse about it on the Reddit, so... So, if you are playing it, uh, because you are a, a weeb, as a, like we are, mm-hmm. uh, and you don't know what is doing that, then just, you know, there is a simple fix for it. Just put him in a different outfit, and mm-hmm. it... Because, uh, again, some people it, it doesn't affect. No. Other people, people like me, I was like... <laughs> I could see you, like, <laughs> scratching at the walls. What is it? Yeah, I, I was having, like, the Esper nosebleed. Fr- so, I, yeah, mm-hmm. just, like, put them, stick them in a... It kind of makes it less dramatic, because I have them in the in the beach clothing now. Uh, so main dude in lifeguard outfit is not ideal, yeah. but... It, Especially in a snowy situation. If, if you gotta, <laughs> if you gotta, you know, play through it some way, I wanted to bring attention to that. But I love it otherwise. Mm. Still a smooth game. You know, great for killing time. The grinding is even enjoyable because the the combat mm-hmm. keeps you engaged. Um, goober story. Oh yes, uh, that only seems to be growing in gooberness. Mm-hmm. Uh, the wall of fire has been taken down, yep. and now they see the horizon for the first time. The anime opening plays again. You're like, oh, that was the. That's the like the prologue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm Checks not done with watch. this game yet. <laughs> uh, you know, so. But I'm excited to keep going with it, because it's, it's a good little romp on the side there. But mm. obviously, Metroid Dread was the main thing yes. for the past couple days. A bounty of riches. And then you got Pokemon. Pokemon's been getting uh, good previews. Yeah. Which, I still won't be picking it up. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> but, but I'm happy for you, Dan. Um, okay, yeah. I, I, I do I, like I, Gen 4. We'll get it out of the way. I like Gen 4 more than most. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think well, we both are in agreement about that. I mean, yeah. it, it was... Um, by all accounts, I, I think they showcased some stuff that was in Legends, but they also showcased a lot of um, uh, BDSP stuff, mm-hmm. because, uh, like, the Safari Zone is back. People were concerned because there's MIDI sound files yes. in the trailer, which is not a good sign, <laughs> because that means they're, like, ripped music mm-hmm. snippets that uh, were taken from, like, a YouTube file or something, mm-hmm. uh, so... Obviously, they have some finishing touches to put on it before it ships, but I'm still looking very forward to it. It, mm. it, it looks like a... 
it's obviously not going to have the platinum content. I, I think we can all agree, but by... You mean we're not going to hope for the last minute? No. But by all accounts, Maybe it seems... Maybe P- Oh my god, I can't talk today. Paid DLC? Perhaps, yeah. Maybe? Um, well, people are definitely... There's already the 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 leaker on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the one leak account that seems to get filtered into other leak accounts mm-hmm. is saying that you know, there will be some kind of DLC for Legends, at least, uh, and extra content, and then maybe to expect, uh, what are we on, it would Gen 9 mm-hmm. by the, like, next holiday wow. season, um, which would, in theory, make sense, because if Legends is close to done, and this other third party was doing BDSP, then it's like, mm-hmm. okay, then then maybe they've had another main team building up to that. Yeah. Uh, if that's even the case, because they might have, um, you know, they give big projects to o- Omori and stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, they they might have switched over to him, because Sugimori, I know, was, was overseeing, no, not Sugimori, um, composer guy, was overseeing BDSP with the other mm. third party, but... Again, for the things that I use, like, just running around, catching pokes, enjoying the aesthetics, yeah. it, um... Pushes the... Uh, oh my uh, god, pushes the button! Pushes the button. <laughs> Can't talk! Got your head in the clouds. No, that whiskey got me good last night, gal. <laughs> um, but, uh... But, yeah. I, I... There was a million ways this could have gone. I think it's... As I've said before, I feel like, you know, my theory is that by the time the franchise hit Gen 4, the art style for everything was as they intended it to be. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in in a theoretical remake, it wouldn't stand to be overhauled, because the sprites and everyone else looked like they were supposed to look. Yeah. Um, I mean, I still think that maybe something along the lines of, like, Let's Go, Pikachu, and Eevee could have been managed... But I, I guess for the purposes of saving time, then this is, you know, this one-to-one upscaled remake is what, is what we got. And it looks like it has a big, it's got all the pre-Gen 4 people yeah. in it, seemingly. Yeah. So. And I've heard a lot of people say that um, they missed this top-down perspective, which is something that I, I've missed a lot. Yeah. You yeah. know, we haven't had that in a long time. Um, and, I mean, I wish it would go back to sprites, but I think those days are gone. Or at least have the option. Maybe someday in the yeah. future. That'll happen. Uh, who, I mean, uh, as if maybe, Dragon Quest can do it, maybe Pokemon can do it. No, exactly, and that that might be. You know, things have already received a remake. Maybe when things start receiving like D-makes. second or third remakes, <laughs> yeah. they'll they'll go to like a two point five D or something. Yeah. You know, the, the the possibilities are really endless. Just Game Freak seems to need more time to mm-hmm. do those things. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'll be playing it. I'll be I'll be covering it. Mm. In all of its gooberness. Uh, I can't wait. Um, The real question is, Amity Park only allows cute Pokemon. Would I be allowed? I'd say yes. (laughs) Yes, you you would. would. Yeah, I'd say yes. I don't think Dan would be letting. (laughs) No. (laughs) Well, on that tangent, I've been fed this week. Mm -hmm. And y'all doubted me playing Animal Crossing religiously every day since its inception. Mm Mm-hmm. But oh boy, did I get the last laugh. We had an Animal Crossing Direct. Only 20 minutes. So I wasn't expecting much. I was like, oh, they're going to give us a free update. And then they're going to be, all right, fans, go, you know, have fun. After waiting so long. But Mm -hmm. they 
sign sealed and delivered me, Dan. It was too much for me to take. Yeah. I loved every second. So they started off, Brewster's here in the free update. Everyone loves Brewster. You could chill with a nice cup of joe. You go to the hipster coffee shop with your friends. Yep, yep, yep. And then they were like, oh, they're stretching in the plaza. How cute. Do do some Miyazaki calisthenics to keep yourself active. Yeah, Yeah. and they're like, oh, (laughs) what's this thing that's buried? Is it a fossil? No, Dan, it was a gyroid. (laughs) One of the high points for me. I love those. They're little now. That's that's You could get a dudoid. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's the in-game figure collecting. Oh, my God. (laughs) It is, I could not be happier that those things are back. Dan and I will be snatching each other's gyroids. Yeah, it it, it is, uh, yeah. Yeah. Did they show big ones, or is it just, like, shelf? They showed big ones on Harv's Island, which is the next thing, but okay. I don't... I mean, so far, they seem to be just shelf things. Which but, is fine. But uh, this, Collectibles, yeah. I mean, it did say last free update, so I don't know about the future of, like, items, but presumably with this new expansion, they're going balls to the wall. Yeah, we know. We got a lot coming, yeah. so... Um, so then they showed us Harv's Island, and I had to ask Dan, are Harriet and Harv a thing, or are they just fuck buddies now? Well, again, Harriet's been around the block, yeah. so... yeah. Smoking that cigarette. Yeah, she's, yeah. 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 Harv's <laughs> Island's been expanded. He now has merchants. So, like, those people like Kix and Leaf and Red will now be in a contained location. Even Sahara. Even yeah. Sahara. So now we'll be able to go probably daily once you buy their, furnish their little merchant tents or whatever. Yeah. And you can complete your museum and your collection. So I was like, yes, I love that. Yeah. And then our boy Cap'n is back. <laughs> He can take you, sing you a sea shanty. Yeah, he can take you so far that the weather changes <laughs> and the time of day. Which is interesting. Yeah. I like it. Oh my gosh. It, it's like, it, like new KK music. Nothing, nothing, ch- like, I, yeah. I, I, the words escape me, Dan. <laughs> new items, new villagers. Yeah. Uh, they like, can come visit you now. It's, uh, hopefully they update some of the dialogue. <laughs> yeah, that would be, yeah, yeah, that would be nice. There was like a minor gripe, like the one thing that people ask for is like for crafting and like getting things out, like just a plus one or two button so you can like craft and buy multiple things. Yeah, that would once. be good. But yeah. I mean... Then they showed us the paid DLC, the Happy Home Paradise. <laughs> yeah. Nirvana, because Happy Home Designer was like crack to me. It was, yeah. It is like the most relaxing thing where you just spend an afternoon and you design Maple's Bear Mansion or whatever. I, I yeah. loved that game. Yeah. That was that was like one of the most relaxing fucking experiences that you could have on the uh, on the 3DS. Mm-hmm. Forget about it. I mean, that was that was the whole point of the cards and everything back then. To get them as your customers and everything. Yeah. But a whole a whole vacation resort. I know. And we could design the whole island multiple times. Take these uh, treasures back to our own island and implement them in our lives. Yeah. Um, if our villagers at home love us enough, they'll let us redecorate their houses. And I said, finally, finally, yeah. I can design these animals' homes. Because some of them do not have the best fashion sense. No. My, my, my fave Dom just <laughs> lives in an empty wooden room. So <laughs> I think that would be cool to just, you know, yeah. go in there and help. Yeah. But, yeah, I... We got Nico the monkey. Yeah, oh, <laughs> manatee. The, yeah, the manatee. Oh, my God. And I said, another ooh, but then I saw him and I said, this is my ooh. This yeah. is an ooh I like. He's cute. He's he's the, the bellhop there, yeah. or the, the assistant. The concierge. Yeah. Ah, so much stuff, though. And the new amiibo cards are on the way. We're going to have to hunt them down because I need that... 
Dear Shiro, I, sh- the, I, I the, care not for the name, but I the, mean the, the, the lady snowbird. De- like oh my she, god, yeah, she is. Uh, I need that hamster. <laughs> That's the Don. There's a robot octo. Oh yeah, the Don yeah. hamster. We can get Raymond for an affordable price. There's uh um, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. People could get Raymond's. The Raymond stock market will. Well, I'm, will pop, I'm worried but- we have to get in well. Strike while the iron's hot, yeah. because the Raymond card will probably sell just as well, depending on how much these make, or how much are made of these cards, but I could not be happier. And it's a $25 price tag, which is good, because it's like a whole game, mm-hmm. renewing this franchise, renewing this game that's been out for two years, I love that, I'll pay happily for this. But then Nintendo dropped another little bomb that set the internet aflame. Uh, yes. They revealed that the price point for their Nintendo Plus expansion N64 and Genesis is uh, double what they're charging us now, if not tripled, yeah, nearly. 50 clams. Which uh, is fine for me being an eligible bachelor. but And me. Yeah. Um, and, well, eligible bachelors and we... we benefit from have would have yeah. like we would have been buying the animal crossing, crossing dlc, DLC. Yep. anyway so it's so like it's, a 25 price tag but this year uh, yeah it's mm-hmm. a little uh, the hope that i express mm-hmm. and i say it in the peanut gallery guffaws yeah. um is that they actually continue to stock these n64 and then uh yeah <laughs> like not Sega the controllers Genesis. dear <laughs> No, 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 no. I mean, we sn- like we snagged them up. Oh, yeah, no, no. We we got those, but uh, the you know the library of games. Oh, yeah. They have a decent library instead of like giving us uh, you know Granny's Kitchen on the NES after yeah. ten fucking months. Yeah, you know, and that's not that's not like that's not to shit on any of the games no. that that are uh, no, you know no, no. by them. Yeah, you know, again, like I've the the random ones that we've been drip fed like Breath of Fire and stuff. I've gotten tons of enjoyment yeah. out of. I'm you know discovering older shit that I haven't. You know, never played, or I'm going back through things like Donkey Kong Country that I haven't played in years, and, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm not going to complain about that, but they drip-feed those things, like, you wait a couple months, and then they drop, like, Jelly Boy and another one on, you know, and that's it. I hope that for the price point, and considering the N64s and the Genesis's catalogs, Mm -hmm. that they can give us something more substantial. Yeah, every time. Yeah, and, you know, and they've confirmed that like Banjo is on there. Paper Majora's Mario Mask. is coming, which yeah. is top game. So I think we'll be pleased. And the fact that we can play them online is going to like change the game. Yes. Like, can you imagine playing Retro Mario Kart online yeah. together as friends? Yeah. I just hope that the Nintendo internet works itself. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's another uh, yeah. understandable yeah. gripe that people. You know, mm-hmm. will the netcode finally be? Uh, worth it, mm-hmm. but I suppose we have to to wait and see. I mean, I I've already there there's some on there that um, you know I I being that it's made of Nintendium, I still have my N64. Yeah, I still have most of those games. Mm-hmm. You know, functional. It's just like everything else with the Switch. It's just that portability aspect. Mm-hmm. Like I can sit and. Like Sakurai and play while watching TV, yep. and that that to yep. me is like the biggest selling point, point of the Switch. Yeah, um, you know, so it, it, it's yeah, I got a shill for it. Yeah, because I I enjoy that setup, mm-hmm. but yeah, I I do hope that they make it you more. Know. If anything, I hope with this price point that I don't think it's going to do as well as they hoped initially. 
But Nintendo always does this thing where they sweeten the pot a little bit later on. Yes. And maybe we'll get, like, Game Boy, God forbid, we ever get a GameCube thing. That yes. would. I mean, I assume that would be, like, a separate system for them. Because yeah. people would go bananas for, like, a portable GameCube. And, like, yeah. with the good collection of games that the GameCube had. But, even, um, even GBA. Yeah. There's tons yeah. of unaccessible games that, you mm-hmm. know... I mean, again, we recently got that Castlevania collection, but otherwise Game Boy Advance games are kind of ignored, mm-hmm. so it would be nice to finally get some light shed on those. Oh, but Nintendo's going to be taking surveys and be like, would you pay for this? How much would you pay? Double? <laughs> triple? <laughs> Give me a kidney? I don't know, maybe, but I'm happy with a... I will gladly pay the Nintendos again. <laughs> yeah. As I yeah. always do. I'll drain more of my financial insecurity away to Nintendo. Yeah, it's again. I'm I'm just looking forward to all those things, you know, being yeah. playable on the go and such. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the main thing for me. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I just hope that it's. I hope that it's maintained. Mm-hmm. I hope that it's like, you know, because there's tons of titles on the N64 that, mm-hmm. you know, be it really popular ones or ones that haven't gotten attention in a long time. Yeah. That it could be a very fulfilling service. And but. I mean, with Banjo, they could reach out, too, because there's a few gems in there that, like, you know, are hard to find on a Nintendo platform. Yes. Mm. Certainly. Yeah. All right. Um, good talk. I have a tangent. Mm-hmm. And this could be a longer, short one, depending on how it goes. There's a new entry in the Raccoon Combate Jubilation Tournament, mm-hmm. and it's a three-way uh, I call it the card battle bracket. Okay. Now, in talking about these, we can either discuss, like, the series in general, because I know these are three strong series, um, or we could discuss them as a card game, and which you think is the most successful and why. Because, like, we, you could talk about, like, the anime series, like, mm-hmm. which do you think is, like, the superior one, maybe they all have their winners, or we could discuss this as, like, a card, like, who's, what card game is the best game in your opinion. Okay. Well, right. We can do both. Yeah, we could, we could do yeah. both. So, we have Pokemon versus Digimon versus Yu-Gi-Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, just want to discuss, like... No Duel Masters. <laughs> unfortunately, Duel Masters did not... And Beyblade isn't here either. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's more like the corporate toy shill round that we're going to get to. But, like, in discussing these series, as series in general... I know you're, we're both biased here for certain things, but we all, we love elements of all three of these series. Mm-hmm. Which one do you think is the strongest in this battle bracket as an anime? Pokemon, Digimon, or Yu-Gi-Oh? Um, well, I gotta go with Pokemon for yes. the anime, uh, because, um, it, this is, this is a complicated, this is a complicated... I, I, I hate to do this to you on a Sunday. <laughs> I think that, that Pokemon obviously has the strongest anime. So You know, just like the Simpsons, even if it's not yeah. always good, it's managed to keep going for all this time, and it's managed to, unlike the Simpsons, reinvent itself occasionally to feel fresh. Mm-hmm. And I've enjoyed those attempts at, like, evolving Yeah, and everything. I would feel like Pokemon is the Disney equivalent. It's like so much media... Yeah. A world trend, a phenomenon. So, like, it's hard to, you know, get rid of the golden calf. Yeah. And put them out of the running. But I I mean, the Pokemon anime for me... Mm-hmm. I mean, you do talk about it. I haven't watched a Pokemon episode um, longest out of, like, these three. If you don't count, like, the Pokemon Generations thing that we're doing currently. Mm-hmm. Like, I love them. But that's the series that I want to see. Like, that would really tune me into the Pokemon series again. 
Um, when compared to these other two series, like, I've watched these episodes more recently. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, since Pokemon is so in my face all the time, I don't have that sense of nostalgia mm-hmm. to be like, oh, yes, I remember this. Either in a good or a bad way, as we'll discuss when we go down the list. So, I mean, I will say that Pokemon is probably the strongest anime, but Digimon, going on a rewatch, that story was there. Yeah. Each season, different, wonderful. You got the, the pathos, the ethos, you got everything. Yeah, no, and that was, that was, I, I was going to get to, like, if you want a contained story arc, and then Digimon is, because I was, I was, like, looking through stuff, you know, um... Because obviously we'll get to it someday, but like yeah. the the Digimon Tamers season mm-hmm. with fucking Leomon yeah. and and Beelzemon and mm-hmm. everything like that, and I'm like, yeah, this this dealt with grief and depression yeah. and and like, you know how you can right wrongs to people that you've you know mm-hmm. mistreated and like holy shit that that's in the existential horror of yeah. the the, the D Reaper and everything and mm-hmm. it's. You're not going to get that, obviously, in in the Pokemon anime. Mm-hmm. Not unless um, Pikachu talks. <laughs> you know. So, they all bring different... Like, you, you would certainly go to Digimon for the plot. Yeah. You're not... Like, Pokemon has to structure everything to advertise. And less so with Journeys. Journeys yes. advertises everything. Yeah. But, you know, for a while it was just whatever game is out at the moment. Mm-hmm. But Digimon can kind of do whatever it wants. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's still popular, not as popular. Yes. A lot of people, at least I've heard, don't like the Tri-series-ish. I don't know if that's true. Yeah. I, I think it's different than what people expected, and I don't know if there's a new anime coming out that's kind of like, is this more what you wanted? I, I don't know. Well, they're, well, they're, they're, yeah. they're uh, well, because Tri was, I've watched the Tries. And the tries are are at times very uh, heavy. Yeah, I think I I think I came in the day after I watched one of them, mm-hmm. and I, I I joked about having to like palate cleanse with JoJo's or something mm-hmm. because it was so depressing. Mm. And like the the try movies are very much about the the characters as like young adults. And it gets philosophical, it gets like, you mm-hmm. know, everyone's uncertain, and they're scared of things, they're dealing with trauma, they're... And it, each movie is structured pretty much to be split into like four episodes, and the first three episodes will be people dealing with emotional baggage, yeah. and in the fourth episode will be a big Digimon fight, mm-hmm. where I think they, they showcase like a Mega or an Ultimate that we hadn't seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, so they did those, and then they did last evo- like last uh, evolution Kazuna, which mm-hmm. was Ty and uh, Matt having to say goodbye to Agumon and Gabumon because yeah. they've aged out. Like the fairly odd parents, they're yeah. aging out of the. the oh, system. I saw that scene on Twitter. And yeah, I, I was like, oh, this is emotional, and and that I think ends the the try, uh, the, the try yeah. you know, the original anime timeline, mm-hmm. and then they last year started ah. a reboot of Adventure One, which mm. is the the same kids in the same setup, but they've um, the adventure like the story is playing out differently, ah. and the Digivices work in a more like motivational way like if the if the kids bond enough with their digimon mm-hmm. then you know like 
all of them can go to ultimate and mega and, mm-hmm. like, side evolutions and stuff without having to do the crests or the the arrows or the, the any, like, any of the yeah. complicated... So they can showcase more shit if they want to. Mm-hmm. But, um... Which I think people have been enjoying. Yeah. Try was controversial. Yeah, but that's what I've heard. Yeah. So I still haven't seen them. I tried watching the first... Tried. I tried watching Try. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one. And I just couldn't get into it. I was like... Does it spice up a bit? Like, am I wasting my time? No. Oh, oh well. It's mostly the same. Yeah. But uh, it has it has a story. Like, it has, like, a plot that fills in things for the, the 01 and 02 seasons. Mm. It does, like... Like, it explains shit about the, the four sovereigns and stuff mm-hmm. that, you know, but it it's kind of tangential to what the characters are going through. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get to our last one, yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah. So Yu-Gi-Oh! You don't go to Yu-Gi-Oh! for plot, at least in the original sense. I know that all three of these series are currently still running, and, mm-hmm. like, they do different things now. I don't know. But in my mind, Yu-Gi-Oh! is, like, the camp comedy classic that takes yes. a day and a year to do one thing. And Dan and I did return re- recently uh, to a few episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh!, and I did not remember it being so slow-paced. Yes. Um, and I mean, that would be something we could fix with like a speed up app that I have like 1.2 speed and maybe, you know, skip through certain things. Um, but I think out of all three of these, I'm the biggest shill for Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, yeah. Like yeah. that one got me. Like usually I'm like, all right, I'm going to stick to my obsessions. I'm going to have my posters, my movies, whatever. But Yu-Gi-Oh! You know, there would be some times where I'm like, I just need a pack, Dan. Just a pack. I need to open them. Yeah. <laughs> and see what's going on. Well, no. And we we both went through, like, well, you got me. You pulled me back into I did that, that. I had to. Uh, that hole, that K-hole. <laughs> so that I could uh, complete my elemental hero mm-hmm. nonsense. Um, which, for the most part, I did. Yeah. But... No, strongest card game. Yeah. Like, I, no, I, well, I, I mean, yeah. that's the strongest card game. I think Pokemon is strong, too, in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Pokemon has seen... I mean, they're both competitive, so maybe I won't say that. Digimon did have a short-lived card game, too, yeah. if you remember. It was. Yeah. I didn't even know how to play that, and I've never seen anyone play it. So. Yeah, well, I yeah, I think that... I, I think at this point, Digimon cards are kind of collected like baseball cards. Like, like I, don't, I don't know how competitive the scene is yeah. anymore, but it's like <laughs> you collect them for the artwork and the... You know, mm. I, I I feel like that's you know because Bandai still goes pretty hard with the Digimon merch. Mm-hmm. They haven't, they've never stopped. So yeah. it's just one aspect of that. And those Digimon Tamagotchi yes. things still yes. sell. They yes. still make new ones of those. Yeah. But no, I I think Yu Gi Oh has the the strongest card game. Mm-hmm. And and we think about like people opening them for like thousands of viewers and paying all this money like. Yeah. It's a commodity from our youth that has just, you know, standed the test of time. And Pokemon's the same way, but I feel like Yu-Gi-Oh! is like... That's like a niche market right there that I feel for, for some reason. I'm like, I'm connected to these. Because I didn't really get into magic. Yu-Gi-Oh! was like my first card game, and it was like big in grade school, and then it had like a short boom in high school, even. Yeah. Eh. No, it definitely... It went through... um, Because by the time, I think, like... GX was going mm-hmm. the 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 popularity boom in my school at least was done yeah and you know so I I kind of 
grabbed whatever elemental heroes and shit that I could. Yeah. And Chaz, like, I like Chaz's with the Ojamas mm-hmm. and things like yeah, that. Very Dan, very Dan. And but, the anime itself, like, GX is good. No, GX, GX is good. GX yeah. hits that, that sweet spot. And then, like, the later ones, I've tried watching them. Um, it just feels like the cards are there to sell, obviously. Yeah. It's like, you're gonna buy these, whatever. Um, I do think it got dark at times, which I like for Yu-Gi-Oh! later Yu-Gi-Oh! Mm-hmm. Um, but it always felt like they didn't know exactly what to do. Yeah. Like, where they were going with the story, whereas Digimon had a more solid plot that was well thought through, and Pokemon is kind of like Pokemon. Like, yeah. they're not changing the formula there. So, I mean, they all have their merits, but I would say, based on an anime alone, it's probably Digimon for me. Digimon is best anime out of these three. For me. Yeah. I, I gotta go with Pokemon, because yeah. it's Pokemon. Yeah. But I, I, I mean, really, it's whether you're in the mood for apples or oranges, because mm-hmm. it's like a... Digimon is, you know, you don't they don't, they don't have to be uh, in competition with one another. It's like... You go to them for different things. I mean, and I know that the Pokemon anime has, uh, uh, you know... Jump the shark. <laughs> not jump the shark, but it's it's gone through... Like, you don't recommend that someone sit down and start binge-watching Pokemon. No. Because... Not unless you're Dan Ryan. <laughs> they... Well, I don't have, because I've already seen it. So they... Uh, but they... You know, you might sit down and start watching the Kanto season, and you're like, oh, this is some cool nostalgia, Mm -hmm. tight, you know, pace here, and then you get into the 300 fillers of Johto, and I feel like that knocked the majority of our generation out out of of ever watching it, because it was was like a weekly thing to, you know, avoid advancing the plot, Mm -hmm. and... Like, I, I, I feel like... I, I did watch the Ruby and Sapphire one, though. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was that was marketed as, like, a yeah. fresher, like, Ash is going to a new place, he's starting from scratch. Mm-hmm. And it was obviously, you know, if, if you were still interested in the franchise, the Game Boy Advance transition. Yes. You know, and I, and I, and I wonder if... Because I forget what the dev time was for... Because um, I feel like Gen 2 was 1999... And then with the Game Boy Advance and everything else, Gen 3 couldn't have been until, I think, 2003 or 4. So, uh, you know, the anime had a lot of time to kill. Mm-hmm. You know, and then that ended up happening with the, the, the Hoenn season, too. The, because the, the Gen 4 games, when they were being made, were pushed back a year. Mm-hmm. They were delayed significantly, so then they tacked on, like, the Battle Frontier arc, which was enjoyable. Yeah. We got the we got the fucking Lucario movie out of that yes. time delay, so they're not going to complain there. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it, it never really had to worry about having a tight story. And I don't know if that's with this Journeys season. Yeah, they they seem to be willing to have more fun because mm-hmm. they understand that like because it, it's still airing almost weekly in Japan. Mm-hmm. But I think they understand that you know you know. People in the streaming age kind of go towards simplicity, mm-hmm. so you don't have to overcomplicate it by breaking everything up into, you know. Mm-hmm. I, and I and I don't this this whole this is going to be one of those things where we can only tell anything in hindsight. Yep. As to what the plan for Gen Eight was here, mm-hmm. but I think 
this approach that they've been taking was just to, like, free themselves up from... Like, we don't know how long the next game is going to take, so we just gotta stick Ash somewhere mm-hmm. and leave him there until we can, you know, we get the green light for other things. Yeah. But... Yu-Gi-Oh was Goober. Yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh was Goober. Like you, that's like the drunk watch. That's the hangover watch. Yeah. You go to Yu-Gi-Oh and you're like, what is going on here? But I mean, they all have their merits. But as I said, Digimon, strongest for me. Pokemon, strongest anime for you. Yeah. And card game, hands down for me, it's Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I haven't bought Pokemon cards that often. Mm-hmm. Yu-Gi-Oh cards I buy way more often than I should as yeah. a grown man. Yeah. Well, I still I still buy the Pokemon ones for the collecting factor, mm-hmm. but only occasionally when you can find them. Yeah, uh, you know. But yeah, I, I will say though, in into the the Yu Gi Oh anime's credit, when the Battle City arc started mm-hmm. when I was a child, that was the shit. Yeah, like oh yeah, that uh, you know. I don't know if I can use the term glow up, but it was <laughs> going from, like, the Pegasus well, shit into... Pegasus, you know, it was gooberish. They weren't following the rules of the game that yeah. they, they stated, but Pegasus was that villain for me. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. Yeah. I would never... Yeah. Pegasus is one of those villains for me, all, you know, like, like, you know, I'm not... This is not to yeah. say... No, no, no. Yeah. But, I, I get what you know, saying. when they ended that arc, the art style shifted, yeah. and the duels became, like... A lot more of a time investment to mm-hmm. watch, mm-hmm. but I think that was the an- like the anime's sweet spot was yeah. that Battle City arc because he had Joey going up against different opponents. Mm-hmm. Everyone was like, y- you know, it it, it had like a, a comprehensible plot. Mm-hmm. It was you know, it was it was a, it was a flash in the pan. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Well, and then yeah. So yeah, very strong tangent there. Yeah. Got a lot of meat out of there. Sorry to throw that at you at a Sunday. And uh, it was more... I, our listeners, I apologize if that sounded like two men yelling at clouds for, for 30 minutes. <laughs> but, you know, I had a good tangent for once. Oh. It wasn't Magical Girl that went completely one-sided for Dan. All, all pocket mine for the time yes, being. Yes. So. Um, so let's get into today's uh, penultimate Sailor Moon Season 1 episode. A uh, little recap of what we watched last. We had the Rainbow Crystals and Minor Characters Galore. An unbeatable cat episode with Brett Butler. Uh, Naru X Umino mm-hmm. is now a ship. <laughs> yes. Uh, and we approach the last Sailor Guardian, uh, gathering Rainbow Crystals, and the Dark Kingdom storm is incoming, Dan. Mm-hmm. So uh, today we are... Almost finishing up season one of Sailor Moon, we're going to get the appearance of our final Sailor Scout, and we are going to get the meaty story backstory that's not as meaty as it seemed uh, in you know before this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but it will fill in some plot holes and like give the Sailor Scouts an actual purpose to go forward to, mm-hmm. um, aside from like collecting the random tchotchke of the week. <laughs> um, awesome, but. Uh, um, yeah, um, any initial thoughts on what to expect? I don't know. Uh, well, the drawing board says will be incorporated into my plot, as always. Just to clarify, because I, yeah. I legitimately don't know, like, how many seasons did Sailor Moon... <laughs> A lot. Okay. okay. I, I don't know the official names, because I haven't seen them. I know there's, like, Sailor Moon S, Sailor Moon R, um, and they continue the story. Like, they, 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 they go it's on. All the, yeah. It's all the same yeah. setup. They okay. go on, and, like, they expand the universe, but we'll get there down the lo- the docket. I think there's, I want to say five, and there's, like, a few movies in there, too. Mm-hmm. And they all continue the same story. Okay. So, I okay. think they're all contained in this. Unless we're counting, like, Pretty Guardian, which is, like, a reboot of the 
the series. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but um, I'm excited nonetheless that we finally meet another best girl in the form of Sailor Venus. Mm-hmm. And could she be the mysterious Sailor V? <laughs> What's up with that? And who's pounding mochi on the moon, Dan? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll find that out soon, too. Really? All of yeah. this and more. Hmm. Oh my gosh, all this and more. Well, no, well I'm excited. Yep. I'm excited. All right, so we'll see you after the break. But till then, I'm your Venus. I'm your fire. Your, your desire. desire. Remember that shaving commercial? I do. <laughs> Well, it took Dan 133 episodes, but he finally got me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> he sent me to the moon. Uh, uh, with the with the introduction of Wasagi, uh, the uh, pomentois of Walru, uh, meaning bad, and Usagi. <laughs> Wasagi, the uh, Waluigi counterpart to Sailor Moon. It, it honestly sent me, and I forgot how fun these episodes are. Yeah. Like, like for a, I mean hate to cloud your bias or like you know fix your judgment but i thought they were really good mm-hmm. uh, at least the first three and then the ones kind of like oh this is the last last uh kind of plot line before the end of this season yeah 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 so any thoughts anything that stood out to you before we begin no i mean it was good okay. to see things like escalate yeah. <laughs> uh i i mean it happened quickly but it, i mean everything still made sense i mean we were mm-hmm. at the end of the like the rainbow crystal Arc. part so yeah. You know, it wasn't one of those things where, uh, like, even even my original proposed tangent was, like, anime seasons with, like, where everything rushes to it. But, I mean, we've uh, talked about that before. Mm-hmm. But um, this didn't feel as bad. Mm-hmm. It kind of, it built and it made sense because Zosite was, like, getting antsier and then, you know, mm-hmm. initiated the final conflict, so... Mm. I thought it was good. Very entertaining overall. Queen yeah. Beryl's getting to do more stuff. Mm-hmm. Queen Metallia <laughs> is basking in the background yeah. somewhere. Um, the plot lines that we're going to skip for our last episode, they do get a little crazy comedy kooky. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're watching five to finish off the series. Mm-hmm. And whenever we get to Sailor Moon proper, I know we have a few special events planned mm-hmm. before then. But um, it does escalate. Like, the last few episodes go in kind of like these three. So... Yeah. I mean, it's a good thing to look forward to. And as I said before, with the seasons, this is all one continuous story, so it goes on from there. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, let's dive into the episode, shall we? Episode 33, Enter Venus, the last Sailor Guardian, for now. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right, the outer senshi. Outer senshi. (laughs) And they make the inner senshi look like a wet towel. (laughs) (laughs) So we open on the Dark Kingdom. Uh, Nephrite's failure is at the forefront, and the Sailor Scout's triumph is being examined through a clip show. <laughs> and Beryl goes like, yeah. I don't want to see these images. Yeah, all the footage they've gathered. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we keep talking about the Dark Kingdom. Like, they've got a few businesses opening up. They've got unlimited supplies of no, money. They could be legitimate business people if they tried, but <laughs> alas, they use it for stupid things. So. Yeah. 
Um, Zoocyte has shown the, the queen these scenes in order to plot how to get Tuxedo Mask's attention to steal the remaining two rainbow crystals for some nefarious goal. Um, hopefully to use that energy to revive Queen Metallia. <laughs> yeah. Um, only appears, uh, yeah, they've deduced after 33 episodes that Tuxedo Mask only appears when Sailor Moon's is in trouble. Yes. I mean, I don't know why it took him so long, but a lot of people are clueless in these episodes coming up. So, uh, this is the last chance for Zoocyte, so don't fuck it up. And Kunzite, uh, steps in to also help, um, distract the other Sailor Guardians. Uh, and Zoocyte reveals that he would give his life for Kunzite. Yes. And these two... You know, they they got a little story arc going on here. No, they, they certainly got a do. Timeless romance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, although although Kunsai doesn't seemingly yeah. reciprocate at first, mm-hmm. we we find out he does care. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, in the real world of Japan, a robbery is being stopped by a slightly more evil-looking Sailor Moon, who will henceforth be known as Wasagi. Yeah, she's got purple accents. <laughs> yeah. but you know, the with the me- boomerang. She just has a legit boomerang, yeah. not like a crown or anything, a tiara. Yeah, well, it makes sense, because she's a knockoff, but yeah. no one notices the uh, the difference. Yeah. And Luna sees this on TV and is like, that doesn't sound like Usagi, and Usagi and Mako are just out eating <laughs> instead of, you know, stopping crime. <laughs> they have all these powers, and they just decide to, like, take a day off instead. Uh, Mamoru is in a bookstore, and we see some window washers clinging to their falling uh, station uh, when they're struck by some crystals. Yeah, well, yeah, crystals fire out of nowhere and cut the the ropes holding the scaffolding Mm -hmm. up, and they fall. uh, So we kind of know from the get-go, oh, they're creating scenarios for the Wasagi to intervene and save the day. Mm -hmm. To create a public relations nightmare. Now, if Nintendo <laughs> could do this with Waluigi, though, yeah, <laughs> maybe that would save his reputation. Would engineer a bunch of criminal acts to... <laughs> that Waluigi could participate in? I don't Change know. Change the public's perception. <laughs> um, the other Sailor Moon just swings in and saves the men, and I thought, like, there's three other capable people here that could have yeah. done something, but yeah. they're just standing there watching. Yeah. Mm. But, I, I mean, the window washers are saved, yeah. I guess. So. One by just the fire department. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. And Usagi's upset that her reputation's going to be tarnished. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to expect me to save everyone. Well, they're using her brand. Yeah. So. yeah. And then a mysterious girl and a mysterious white cat <laughs> watch in yeah. the distance. Well, a very mystic, because it looks like Luna, mm, but it's white. white. Yeah. Uh, Nega Sailor Moon was my original name, but Wasagi <laughs> hops from rooftop to rooftop, and Kunzite schemes, and a storm rolls into the harbor. And all the scouts are at the same harbor, uh, hunting down this imposter. Um, what is this imposter after? Could she be the fifth Sailor Guardian? Um, no one really knows. Um, Usagi wants to sue, though. (laughs) Um, uh, Wasagi, (laughs) mock captured, um, you know, is kind of strapped up. It's very, like, that Digimon trope of, like, being hung by a... Like a crane. Yeah, Yeah. for no reason. I think that would really destroy your wrist, but that's just... Oh, yeah, no, yeah. (laughs) It would just disconnect from the socket. Um... But uh, the girls identify Kunzite as one of the kings of heaven, and the scouts are worried it's a trap, but Usagi says, I don't want to see myself suffer like this, so... Yeah, I I can't stand to see Sailor Moon in trouble, so... (laughs) And no one, like, says... You know, that could have been inserted, like, a ray line, but, like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Um, But all of our Sailor Scouts transform, so it's a big moment, shit's about to go down, because the animation is like, here, you're gonna watch four of them transform at a sped up speed 
Uh, Kunzite is disgusted by the light of the world. <laughs> yeah. Bask in the glow of darkness. <laughs> Beautiful darkness. Yes. Yeah. Um, you are one sick puppy. <laughs> I think, like, someone says that in this scene. Or at least that might be the, uh, American dub. Yeah. Someone says, like, you're a sick puppy. Um, the team assembles, and Kunzite introduces himself and seals the team in a Jujutsu Kaisen barrier. Oh, very good. <laughs> yeah, a nice reference. Impenetrable darkness. <laughs> Uh, the barrier begins uh, closing in on our heroes. Of course, Tuxedo Mask jogs because his Uber was late. <laughs> he had to get to the docks. <laughs> uh, but he sees uh, Wasagi and goes, that That's my girl. I need to save her. Uh, these peeps must be colorblind because clearly, knockoff, not the same outfit. Yeah. And has a very evil, like, face. Well, we know why in a second, oh, but... <laughs> the greatest reveal. Uh, Tuxedo Mask rescues the other Sailor Moon, only to be stabbed in the back, literally, by... It was uh, me, Zoicite, the whole time. <laughs> yeah, uh, very interesting disguise. Because he pulls off a physical disguise, but keep in mind, uh, you know, he has pants on yeah. underneath, so... <laughs> it was like, Sailor you know. Moon does not wear pants. <laughs> So he was acting really well. Now, was this more of a ploy to, like, get Tuxedo Mask to hold him? Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, in the manga, Zoicite never disguised himself as Sailor Moon, although he did disguise himself as a female appearing on a television newscast. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, I mean, this is a good reveal. <laughs> I, I thought it was going to be another stupid monster, but it wasn't. It was just uh, Tuxedo Mask runs and in in hides in pain, and the girls are about to be crushed um, because all of their attacks are being absorbed, even though they're constantly, like, throwing things at this thing. Mm -hmm. uh, Usagi does turn to Rei at one point and go, you're fucking useless, Sailor Mars. <laughs> and it's, like, a little bit harsh, right? Um, but uh, Zoicite leads Tuxedo Mask outside, where he removes Tuxedo Mask's mask. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> and underneath, it's a beautiful man yeah. that Queen Beryl seems to recognize, though. Through her crystal ball. Yeah, yeah. she's like, oh, that man, that man. Um, uh, ba -ba -ba, tuxedo mask, please. The girl from before. Oh, wait, um, sorry. Um, outside room is Matt. Queen Beryl recognizes his face. She's been watching the whole time. Uh, when the Sailor Scouts are going to be crushed, and since Tuxedo Mask is kind of out of commission, hiding here, a little weakened by his uh, stab state, we hear someone uh, shout out Crescent Beam, uh, and Tuxedo Mask then escapes that. And this is the girl from before with the mm -hmm. cat posed in the window. Yeah. Um, this is probably our last Sailor Guardian. Could it be? Uh, Zoicite has a kind of like moment where he's like, I'm gonna get you! <laughs> <laughs> gonna get you all and he updates kunzite and kunzite's like can't you do anything alone without me yeah, attention is this when venus shoots through his hands oh. <laughs> yo he does that yeah, yeah. she, she constantly her powers like snipe her hands and it looks like a gun like she literally shoots through their hands oh man um i assume that um her power is like energy and light. Yeah, because Venus is bright, yeah. so I, it would make sense if that's yeah. what she does. And she kind of has like a, a starlit quality about her. Yeah. Like, I'm taking center stage. Yeah. It's my moment in the spotlight. Which makes sense, because none of yeah. no, they don't really, the other ones don't really fit into those tropes, so that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, so when the scouts are going to get crushed, a voice calls out to never give up. Luna recognizes that voice, and this is a Sailor Guardian. Sailor Venus appears and fucking blasts through Kunzite's hand <laughs> <laughs> uh, with the power of lighter energy. Uh, in the manga, Sailor Venus shows up and just kills Zoicite as soon as she appears. Hmm. <laughs> just murders him. <laughs> 
that's interesting. Yeah. That they gave him a little bit of extra time then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the anime. Maybe, but... he, maybe he grew on them. I don't know. Oh, hmm. well, he is a classic character with yeah. that reveal in this episode. Uh, the white cat seen before announces Sailor Venus's presence as Sailor V and a warrior of justice. Mm-hmm. So she goes by many names. Um, this explains all the marketing material, finally, now that they're all gathered together, that we have Black Cat, White Cat, and Five Girls. Yes. Um, Luna and Artemis. Artemis is this white cat, uh, to Luna's black cat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zoicide and Kunzite are called into retreat by Queen Beryl, um, and they disappear by fart sound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a win for now. Uh, Tuxedo Mask then just runs off, and the Sailor Guardians and the two cats are together at last, according to Artemis. Mm-hmm. Um, and could Sailor Venus be the moon princess? We won't know until next episode, because it kind of just fades out on Sailor Venus smiling. Yes. <laughs> In, yeah, just keeping her secrets close to the chest, Dan. I'll I'll never tell. I don't know, maybe. Um, Episode 34, The Shining Silver Crystal, The Moon Princess Appears. Uh, We get a flashback recap for what just happened. Sailor Venus and Artemis introduce themselves. Sailor Venus goes, no, I'm not the Moon Princess. Yeah, just a guardian like you guys. Yeah, Uh, they share share more details at the shrine tomorrow, uh, and they all skip off. Uh, Queen Barrel updates Zoicite and Kunzite. The great ruler has asked not to kill but capture Tuxedo Mask. No more explanation is needed. She goes, why are you questioning me? I don't have to take a lip from you two. Yeah, yeah, need to know basis. Yeah. Uh, Mamoru is pissed over not being able to protect Sailor Moon. And he is still bleeding an awful lot. He should go to a hospital to get this checked well, out. Well, presumably it's a magic crystal wound. Yeah. So. <laughs> it may raise some suspicion, Dan. <laughs> um, no more explanation. Uh, there, He receives a message from Zoicite over the TV. Yeah. Like, Zoicite is camping it up in these episodes. Yeah. He got, he got uh, uh, the Memorial's premium address. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. I got your mailing address, B. <laughs> now that I know your uh, little thing. And I do like that... Um, Mamoru kind of, like, toughens up. Like, he's in pain on the couch, but, mm-hmm. like, when he sees this, like, oh, I have to act this part now. Yes. Um, against my enemy. But it's time to settle things over, uh, take the rainbow crystals over uh, to the Starlight Tower, which is just being built down the lane. Yeah, yeah, the luxury condominiums that were built on the port there. Uh, but, uh, you yeah, know, it is yeah. interesting that uh, Mamoru, like, because you don't really know if it's, like, a, a thing that he has to do or if it's... It's a little pride thing yeah. in the moment where he's like, I gotta prove that I can actually face this guy mm-hmm. after, like, failing yep. Usagi, so. Yeah. Um, in the manga, uh, this whole arc takes place at the Tokyo Tower, and there's absolutely no tuxedo mask involved in this. Oh. Nope. Hmm. Yep. Sailor Moon just comes into her own. <laughs> okay. Huh. Yeah. Well. Interesting. I thought that was a unique spin. Uh, Usagi is late to the Sailor Senshi meeting because of detention, and she walks by and sees Mamoru is like, oh, this jughead, I'm gonna get him good. (laughs) She mollywops him in the back when he's not looking. Right on the wound. She's like, damn, did I hit him that hard? I hit him so hard he's bleeding? (laughs) And he's not acting his usual self. There's no banter or insults. So uh, she realizes that something's wrong and... Like, he needs help. So, I mean, instead of going to an adult or calling a medical professional, she's just going to follow him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do, do, do. Usagi is not taking no for an answer. Uh, Zoicite appears and traps Mamoru and Usagi uh, within the tower. 
Um, so that he just teleports them there, mm-hmm. and she's kind of just caught up in the, the and, and still unaware that Usagi is Sailor Moon. Yeah. He just like oh, and his his girlfriend too. Yeah, so. <laughs> this little girl, I guess I can use as a bait or something. Um, at the Hikawa Shrine, the other scouts worry about Usagi, uh, but Minako, Aino, and Artemis appear, and Sailor Mars asks, "Who are you?" <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to be like, "Really? Like, <laughs> is there no guests here?" There's Are no the way. disguises slash transformations that good in this series? Well, I still maintain that. I still maintain that the tiaras, like... Change their... Unless you yeah. reveal your identity, it doesn't... Mm. You can't recognize the face. I, That's what I assume, but uh, I, I who's know. to say? But uh, Minako says, like, no, I'm Sailor Venus, and she kind of acts as, like... I'm, it's hard to describe her role in the team, because we have tough... We have, like, the the... The smart one. Mm-hmm. I think she's more like a, a leader and kind of like a friend. Like the good qualities of Sailor Moon. Just separated. Yeah. Like a little bit more like... She's kind of like that rich girl too in a few of the episodes. Because I think she uh, had school abroad in London. Yeah, It, may, it makes sense that, uh, you know, personality wise, she's like the, the popular or like the public facing yeah. one. Yeah. I, you know, I... I, I not knowing anything about her character yet. I, I mean, that's the vibe. But, like, she she definitely gives off, like, a big sister, mm-hmm. you know, uh, strong face for everyone, yeah. I yeah. guess. Yeah. Uh, when Monaco is introduced in the manga, she is still under the identity of Sailor V and not Sailor Venus. So, mm-hmm. like, she's seen a little bit earlier, too. So, like, this is another unique thing that they did to kind of combine those plot lines. And we will be watching one episode where we get her legit backstory. Okay. It's, yeah. like, next in the, the series. Um... Sailor Moon must have figured it out, uh, because she wakes up in a room with Mamoru and Zoicite just, you know, talking at one another. But she's still, she's like, why is Zoicite talking to this guy? Yeah. I, I just don't understand. Um, uh, Zoicite gets a rose thrown at him, and oh, and then Usagi awakens and tries to piece together this mystery. Um, well, she, they do the stupid crystal oh, yeah, the Oh my gosh, this crystal <laughs> exchange where it's like, oh, I'm going to place my crystals in the middle of the floor here. Eh? You put yours there too, yeah. and then we fight. Yep, and Nothing sneaky. <laughs> Kunzai just appears and goes, gotcha, and scoops <laughs> them up. Like, not the sharpest uh, knife in the drawer here. But um, uh, Zoicite kind of like awakens to his powers and uses ice magic. Um, and... Usagi's noticing, like, his shoulder is injured, kind of like Tuxedo Mask was injured the other day, but it still can't be. Because there's this, like, the crystal trade happens, and then uh, Mamoru goes to throw a rose at him, Mm -hmm. but it's, like, an interesting little moment where, like, Kunzite fades out. just dips out, And then lets it hit Zoicite, Mm -hmm. so you're like, oh, he doesn't care. Yeah. Um, You know, and and, and Zoicite has, like, the injury on his cheek, Mm -hmm. but, uh, but, yeah, then he does the pokemon 3 the movie crystal room thing yeah, so yeah uh, at least the elevators still work though dan yeah. <laughs> even though they're eldritch abominations yeah it's like an evil plant yeah. elevator yeah overlooking like the tokyo skyline and then the scouts arrive outside and mercury puts on her glasses and she's like those two goobers are in that elevator we need to find a way in and sailor jupiter says like i know a way in yeah just bust the fucking door down yeah, we're gonna make an entrance hmm. yeah uh, best girl. Uh, Kunzite and Zoicite plot to destroy the Sailor Guardians for revenge. Uh, Mamoru tells Usagi the Rainbow Crystals will track down the Silver Crystal and reveal his past. Uh, oh wait, did I skip a lot? No, that's... Is that what happens? Like, we go immediately into this past thing? 
Oh yeah, yeah. He yeah, yeah. he has like random amnesia. That's what he says in like this elevator ride. Yeah, because because of the car accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And both of his parents died, and he didn't know who he was. So these are kind of like since he gets a little bit more memory back when he gets the rainbow crystals, mm-hmm. that's kind of why he was after them. And he always has the same dream of this moon princess over and over going find the silver crystal. Um, Usagi is kind of into Mamoru and still doesn't believe that he's tuxedo mask though. Yeah, despite the overlay. Yeah, that's it, it, directly on his face. And the hair color and everything and just the mask. But Dan said it changes the appearance <laughs> of these costumes. Um, Kunzite, uh casts like a pall over the town it's like this is a perfect stage to be set and like transports the tower into a the negaverse the dark kingdom yeah, yes dimension where uh uh he uh kind of controls all the powers um and there's a whole shift occurring across the city they're in the dark kingdom now um there are some pretty baller music moments in these episodes yeah the budget well, is here little little lay motif for what it feels like it feels like zocite's yeah. little theme mm-hmm. it's like i it feels like one of the few times we've heard that yeah. so uh zoocytes has like extreme hell powers and like sends a massive attack at usagi and yeah, Mamoru. The, yeah, he sends like a fireball down the elevator shaft. <laughs> yeah. And Usagi contemplates, should I transform? It only took 34 episodes, but she does in fact transform mm-hmm. in front of Mamoru. Mamoru is just reacting in shock. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> huh? I can't believe this bunhead was Sailor Moon. Um, You'd think the hair would be an easy giveaway, though, but that doesn't seem to mesh well in this show either uh zoicide is about to leave when sailor moon shows up and she's like stop that stop trying to murder us you're not a random girl <laughs> yeah um usagi knows it's a transformed oh so uh yeah and he's like i'll kill sailor moon and tuxedo mask what do you mean tuxedo mask isn't even here wait a minute yeah turns around mamaru pulls out a rose which he apparently has thousands of yeah. in his lapel jacket or whatever and extra masks and then it starts to click when he transforms and we see the first tuxedo mask transformation sequence yeah that was a big deal just that was pretty cool to tossing see. a top hat <laughs> and then it comes back mario odyssey style yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, so, uh, they try to fight a little bit more. All those feelings I had, they were very mixed. Bunhead, she's, like, recalling, like, all the moments she shared with this guy and coming to terms with her relationship. Yeah, like, reconciling the two sides of him, I guess. And then Zoocyte tries to get into sneak attack on Sailor Moon. Tuxedo Mask leaps in the way and gets impaled by a crystal. Um, the drama! Tuxedo Mask dies, Dan! Yeah, could it be? Yeah. So sad. (laughs) As the other scouts arrive to do nothing, again. They they made it, they had to take the stairs <laughs> out of breath. Uh, Usagi cries and the seven rainbow crystals fly to her because <laughs> Kunsite had them in like a little open Danish tray. So they uh... <laughs> the dance cookies tin. <laughs> and Dan and I said you gotta put it in a case, dear. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't, and they they seemingly respond to her yeah. and fly to her aid. Yep, and they reveal through her tears. That uh, them plus the tears of Usagi turn into the legendary silver crystal. Mm-hmm. And not only that, which combines with Sailor Moon's moon stick. And for a brief moment, Sailor Moon appears as the moon princess. Uh, in the manga, a piece of the silver crystal also goes inside Tuxedo Mask. So okay. it's like they're connected in that way too then. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, finally... The reveal is here. Our moon princess is here. It was Usagi the whole time. <gasps> Pick your jaw up <laughs> off the floor, Dad. <laughs> what? <laughs> Could it be? <laughs> Episode 35. Returning memories. Usagi and Mamoru's past. Uh, we begin in media res. 
and just kind of looking at Usagi's transformation, Luna, all her memories have come back, seemingly that they were erased once this transformation has occurred. Mm-hmm. So she is beginning to realize that Sailor Moon and Usagi is the Moon Princess Serenity. So as I told Dan, our major characters get like 10 different names going forward. Okay. So it's going to be up in the air what I call them, Sailor Moon, Usagi, Prince, uh, mm-hmm. Princess Serenity, but... You know, it goes back and forth. In the manga, Princess Serenity's hair is blonde. Oh, oh, sorry. In this episode, Princess Serenity's hair is blonde. Uh, it was supposed to be silver. Uh, this is likely due to a mix-up concerning the fact that Osagi was supposed to have silver hair in the manga. So, it make, like, Yeah, black and white. It yeah, makes sense. It was supposed to switch up. Uh, Rei reacts to Mamoru and Tuxedo Mask's death. So I like what they do with Rei here for the next few episodes. She, remember, she had that whole, like, relationship mm-hmm. with Mamoru, so she's trying to get over it, too, and I like that they didn't just stick that off to the side. Yeah. Um, it's good character development for her. Uh, Princess Serenity just tanks a blow from Zoicide and then uses her magical ice cream powers. <laughs> the ice cream chucks out effect to blast him and break his spine. Yeah, into the, like, oh, my keys were my pocket. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, uh, Tuxedo Mask slash Mamoru is, turns out to be Endymion. At least that name is thrown around a lot, alive, and comes to his senses. Uh, both recall their past on the moon, with Serenity being a princess and Endymion being a royal guard, the lovers, they were kind of lovers, they gifted this music box that's been seen in every episode so far, as the moon went to war with the Dark Kingdom. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if this fits into, like, moon history, but... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> moon was a lovely place to live, Dan, as well, long as you were rich. I mean, Grant no space. Yeah. I don't know the, the documented history yeah. of the moon. <laughs> Is the moon wearing a costume? Because we didn't see any of this going on. Yeah, but again, they didn't, they didn't notice Rita's castle either, so it's... <laughs> was she on the moon? Yes. Hmm. I, yes. Yes, okay. she was. Okay. Uh, princess, uh, the real estate must be <laughs> plentiful up there on the moon. <laughs> Always these kingdoms and castles. Uh, princess Serenity transforms back into Sailor Moon, but passes out due to her memories being too strong. Uh, Kunzite aids Zoicite. <laughs> Just, like, yeah. picks him up, scoops him up, and gets him out of there. Um, and then they dip out, snatching Mamoru away. So they transport him away. Yes. Yeah. In a, um, a, a darkness, Kingdom Hearts sort of transportation sequence. Uh, Rey is upset. In the Dark Kingdom, Queen Beryl is pissed. Zoicide begs for another chance. And even though Kunzite takes responsibility, Queen Beryl murks him to the funniest yell of all time. Yeah, well, you gotta do it. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Just shot. <laughs> dead. He's not dead, though. He's well, like, yeah. he's clinging on to like Evil don't die easy, Dan. He's got just, yeah, it wasn't the other guy who got obliterated. He, yeah. he had just enough time to, uh, he gets one last moment with yeah, Gunzite. Yeah. <laughs> Queen Beryl speaks to Queen Metalia with Endymion's unconscious body, just chilling on, like, this uh, Snow White pedestal. Uh, Endymion is the former prince of the Kingdom of Earth. And Beryl ordered Beryl is ordered to heal Endymion with the power of darkness. So there is a strange connection between this Beryl uh, Metalia Endymion relationship. Yes, that I don't remember if it gets revealed exactly right now, or if it's ever touched upon really. Mm-hmm. But I, I guess like we could assume maybe there was like a loving situation between them where she thought like. She was into him. Knowing nothing about the future, I would have... That's what I assumed was being teased. Like, Queen Beryl had some kind of role on the Moon Kingdom at some... The Moon Witch. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the hierarchy of the... The Grand Vizier, of course. (laughs) Uh, Zoicite and Kunzite share a very final, very romantic moment. 
Yeah. Which show me something beautiful. And you think they're going to go in for a kiss at one point. Like, the animation is like, he's just readjusting his head. Yeah. But yeah. It, no, no, I, I thought yeah. that, yeah, I thought yeah. they were, but... Yeah. But let me die in a beautiful place. He gives him a flower garden illusion. Yeah. I will always love you, but he doesn't say it back to him. <laughs> it's like, that's nice, they're there. But he does exit with, like, a billowing cape and all. So, so, so he's pissed. Yeah. 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 Uh, the scouts look for an exit, and Sailor Mercury, Mercury uses smart words that no one understands, and Technobabble. <laughs> yeah, the polarity of the dimensions is shifted from a 3D <laughs> space to a 2.5D space instead of, like, you know, so we gotta... Yeah. Re- reverse the pole. I don't know. Yeah, to evolve Inke, okay. you have to turn your 3DS <laughs> upside down. Oh, I see. Uh, Sailor Moon awakes wanting to see Tuxedo Mask, and Artemis wants to tell the scouts the full story. Uh, Sailor Venus chimes in about the girls' previous lives in the Moon Kingdom Silver Millennia. So that's the name for the Moon Kingdom Silver Millennia. Mm-hmm. Um, and how... They were reincarnated now and how their birth parents are their real parents still. Yes. So I think that's like, oh, they really do have like lives. They're not like um, the typical magical girl that just lives this separate life. Yeah. yeah. yeah the, apparently the Moon Queen, when yeah. this was all being initiated, wanted them to be reborn into mm-hmm. a peaceful era. So she chose the 80s. Yeah. The- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, good choice. Fun time. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so that was, like, she wanted to give them the chance to to be reborn as normal girls and enjoy life, I guess. Yeah, and uh, this peaceful paradise, Silver Millennia, was led by Princess Serenity and her off-screen mother, the Moon Queen. <laughs> uh, the Earth was taken over by an evil enemy, uh, the evil attacked and destroyed Silver Millennia, however, the previous incarnations of the Scouts were able to fight and seal away this evil. Sailor Venus explains that their parents are their real parents, and Luna confides that the Moon Queen... As Dan said, wanted all the scouts to have a normal, fulfilling lives uh, as possible and chose this peaceful area. But the evil entity is here anyway. Isn't that just the way? Mm-hmm. Um, if we don't fight it, this will be the end of all of us. And Sailor Moon is the only one who does not want to fight. So she has a, a moment here where we get to see, like, you think it's going to go like, I'm tired. This mission's thrust upon me. But really, she's doesn't want to see her friends get hurt. Yes. Because she just saw her lover crush get massacred in mm-hmm. front of her and now doesn't have the time to grieve. Um, we get the Dan Jonathan trope of someone slapping someone. Yeah, NBC's the slap again. And then Ray cries, dude. Yeah. Well, yeah, she's tough. Yeah. <laughs> it only lets a little tear slip. Yeah. And <laughs> Amy's like, I was filming that for World Star, but I found the exit anyway. <laughs> but... But Ray tells Usagi, you know, we, we gotta do this. We're not just fighting for ourselves here. We're fighting for everyone. Mm-hmm. And, we, you know, it may be destiny, but we're doing this together. So, yeah. you know, we gotta we gotta do it. We gotta do what we gotta do. Um, uh, before they leave, Kunzite steps in, or floats in, I should say. Luna and Artemis skedaddle out there with a cartoon sound effect. Yeah, the literal Scooby-Doo whoop. Uh, yeah, so... <laughs> As Sailor Jupiter and Venus lead the charge, Kunzite observes <laughs> absorbs all the energy <laughs> and fires it back, so that's two down. <laughs> like uh, Sailor Mars gets a nice speech. She she's real with Sailor Moon and says, "We need to accept destiny. I believe in you too." Even though we don't see eye to eye all the time, she fires, gets blasted, but goes down in the Christ pose, <laughs> <laughs> which will not be the last time we see this. Three down, Mercury. Doesn't do anything. She doesn't even pop a bubble off. She just yeah. gets knocked over by a hard wind. Yeah. Well, yeah, into Usagi. <laughs> yeah. But and says, be brave, and passes out. <laughs> and then Usagi hears that yeah. sort of telepath from all of the other 
uh, scouts. Combate, Usagi, combate. Yeah. <laughs> Fight on. And she says, yes, it is my time to. And she thinks of her friends and tuxedo masks as well. Kunzite fires a blast of revenge, but with the silver crystal, Sailor Moon redirects the energy and Kunzite worries Sailor Moon is awakening to her true power with yeah. an ice cream sound effect. Yes. <laughs> uh, in the uh, Dark Kingdom, Queen... Oh, wait, and she manages to transport the Millennium Tower, whatever it's called, back into the real world again. Yes. While destroying it in the process. Yeah, the wreckage is all over the yeah. ocean. So. Yeah. Uh, Queen Beryl in the Dark Kingdom heals and corrupts Endymion, and there's clearly some love there. So we'll see what happens to Endymion the next episode, but for now, he's kind of off the table. Back in Japan, Sailor Moon has saved the scouts and agrees to fight for good. Stage one of their training is over, and the search for Tuxedo Mask begins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In our last episode of today, we have episode 36, Usagi's Confusion. Is Tuxedo Mask evil? And it goes back to, like, the zany little plot lines here for a little bit. Yes. Um, Usagi has a nightmare about Princess Serenity running after Endymion. She does not want to fight anymore, despite the promise. And Luna, I mean, their relationship has grown, too, because you could see that Luna has a job to do, but she cares Usagi. She's giving Usagi the benefit of the doubt, yeah. finally. She's like, she is processing a lot, so yeah. let's not, you know. Yeah. But Artemis is the strict. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Artemis is the taskmaster. He says, we got a job to do here. <laughs> uh, maybe Maguka is Maduka Dan? Yeah, yeah. Um, at school, Naro and the other girls tell Usagi about a new, another new business opening. The gentrification, I tell you, Dan. Yeah. In this town, it's a hair salon, and they're giving away free haircuts to beautiful goyles. The Dark Kingdom has created so many legitimate little business opportunities, but they don't, they don't And you would think with the Yoma, yeah. very appropriate business-like structures. Yeah. There could be jobs going all around there. <laughs> yeah. Kickback money to Queen Barrel, it's all there. <laughs> it feeds so. itself. Uh, Usagi is uncharacteristically depressed. Um, she's not doing anything, and all she's worrying about his tuxedo mask Mm -hmm. she just wants to know where he is uh the inner senshi worry about usagi and concerned about the missing tuxedo mask um no one can really blame usagi for feeling down especially rei who gets more quiet moments where she's thinking of mamaru and then like um uh makoto notices this she's Mm -hmm. like oh i've said the wrong thing like i've brought up the wrong topic here i apologize for that like i could see you have feelings for him too Mm -hmm. so i really do like that they they give like good little connections between these characters uh, Artemis and Luna agree to get Usagi back on track. Really, it's Artemis going, that's not an excuse. <laughs> yeah, can't get emotionally invested. Yeah, no, I can't it. be soft. Yeah. <laughs> says the cat. Says the cat. <laughs> <laughs> it's no time for soft emotions. Uh, Usagi is crying at home, and uh, Minako comes over to visit, and she suggests going to the hair salon after they uh, kind of you know, fix each other's hair. Another good feminine connection between them. Oh, sorry, I mean, hair is all genders, but a good connection between them. Well, yeah, like a sweet, expressing, like, Expressing their femininity. Like sisterly yeah. hairbrushing thing. Yeah. Um, in the manga, Usagi's hair also has grown even longer after the Princess Serenity transformation. So this was like a good okay. A okay. hair sequence, another bonding um, moment, I guess, in the plot line. Uh, there's a hair montage, like we could do this and that and that. Uh, Tuxedo Mask is still imprisoned in the Dark Kingdom. Queen Beryl is just, like, gestating over his body. <laughs> like, yeah. soon, soon enough. And demands Kunzite discover Sailor Moon's identity using a strand of Sailor Moon's hair that they obtained in the last episode. Um, also, she's kind of like, get the Silver Crystal, but then kill them. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to deal with them anymore. Yeah. Like, you have my permission, even though it was stated before. 
kill them now. Yeah, so it's clearly all about the crystal. She just needs that yeah. to get her, her master Whatever. out. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I was gonna say something about Kunzite here. Like, she, she said, like, it's the sequence of these four kings of heavens. Like, I'm gonna give you a few more chances, but don't, don't, <laughs> like, don't take too long. Yeah, yeah. So, they're repeating that plot line again, I think. Uh, Usagi and Minako arrive at the hair salon, and this is all a ruse by Yoma to scientifically analyze hair for matches. Yeah, a very elaborate one. They yeah, got the technology got is here. Very advanced hair steamers that look at hair follicles and match them up CSI style, so... <laughs> uh, Minako agrees to a free steam as Usagi's getting waterboarded for the whole episode because this Yoma is, like, constantly looking over her shoulder... When the steamers analyze the hair for matches, and then they find that Minako's hair presents a match for Sailor Moon somehow, um, which is an interesting. Uh, I gotta, yeah, anime was not a mistake. Life fact. <laughs> yeah. Just, to, just, to, just. To, I, I, I can only bring so little to the table, yep. but I, I um, courtesy of a Bigfoot show that I watched at some point. If you want to get DNA from a hair strand, mm. it's got to be the follicle. Uh. You cannot like. Obviously, they have Yoma science and technology <laughs> Magics, to yeah. match, but, like, the hair follicle, like, fingerprint design, mm. but if you, the only way to identify what hair, mm. like, what, you know, you know, Matches what a, the person, hair, yeah. it the needs DNA. to have the full follicle out, huh. so just a random hair that was, like, a dead hair that's been brushed off of somebody hmm. probably would not do that, because many a Bigfoot hunter has been led astray <laughs> by finding uh, hair without the follicle attached to yeah. it. So that's not how you track down the scouts, mm -hmm. apparently. <laughs> Good to know, Dan. See, we're an educational <laughs> yeah, show yeah, The now. more you know, <laughs> the more you know. It's... <laughs> that PBS sponsorship is really going to come in yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> um, Usagi is left to soak white. Kariko, the Yoma present, snags Minako like by the throat like it's very i kind of even said like it's a little bit too too much like she's going in on her yes um uh the rest of the girls are sprayed to sleep and it's a kind of aggressive scene uh from using the brush before i don't know what that meant oh for, oh they discover that like the hair brush that they used before must have gotten the hair in my head yeah, yeah. like like when uh yeah. I, I, Monaco was brushing yeah. her, like, some of her hair mixed in and the machine picked that because it wasn't yeah, advanced it, enough. It, to... <laughs> picked the one follicle out, I guess. Um, but they do, this. these monsters get a barber pole transformation, which I thought was really good. Like, they put a lot of effort in this Yoma No, I liked this monster. Yeah. This yeah. is a good monster. It, yeah. it, it fits the theme well. And the monster is Mitsuyami, and she has, like, all the barber tools needed. A hair dryer. I like that they use, like, the, the blade sharpener thing in one scene. It's like, blink and you miss it mm -hmm. when she's charging. But she's, like, sharpening her blade on, like, that, that strand of leather. Yeah. Like, it, strap. It's cool. Like, oh, that, that's because she's got like a like a barber pole Mega Man cannon, yeah. so yeah. she switches out the weapons, mm -hmm. uh, you know, manually and everything. So yeah. Usagi transforms, and uh, Mitsuyami says, "Just like a slug jumping in salt, baby." A slug? Yeah, I'm gonna melt you into goo. <laughs> okay, uh, Minako can't stay awake as Sailor Moon avoids being blow dried to death, um, and then Sailor Moon chucks like this tub of powder at Mitsuyami and then fucking explodes. Yeah. <laughs> and has her, like, grounded for a good ten minutes. Uh. Yeah, well, yeah, it has her grounded. And then she's, I think I think it was that she was fiddling with, with the hair engine. clippers. Yeah. She was trying to, like, uh, chainsaw the motor, yeah. start the, the hair clippers. 
Which was cute. Yeah. Uh. Um, But Sailor Moon's moon healing escalation is stopped by a rose, tuxedo mask, in the barber chair. Who should turn around but none other than tuxedo mask? He's alive. Uh, But the rose turns black, Dan. And we reveal that this isn't Tuxedo Mask, it's the commander of the Dark Kingdom, Endymion. Yes. <laughs> um, clearly, brainwashed. Clearly brainwashed. Yep. Clearly, clearly brainwashed. Uh, Endymion commands Mitsuyami uh, to attack, and Sailor Moon flees, bringing this out to the pedestrians on the street, I guess. Yeah, well, a whole citywide battle. Yeah. We, we don't see, but no. it, 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 a lot of pro- property damage. Yeah. Minako wakes up just enough to transform into Sailor Venus, and her transformation is cute. It's a lot of stars. Yeah, it's like star ribbons. Yeah, yeah. And again, it makes sense if she, they yeah. just keep her power vague. I guess it's light mm-hmm. or energy. Like I, I don't know because I I would assume I even like looked online. No one really knows. I I mean I I would assume that it's just one of those things because I'm gonna I'm gonna have to reference uh, which. Ooh. here where it was like they had the elemental ones and then mm-hmm. I think a later one was lightning, but the main will was was just ether she was uh, just the energy mm-hmm. so i'm assuming that usagi is like like that ether yeah like the the love or the heart that yeah. balances the other ones and then it's like light lightning fire water mm-hmm. and whatever the outer time <laughs> space literally <laughs> they get damn they get some op powers yeah. let me tell you <laughs> it still it still makes sense yeah, yeah. Um, the rose turns black, blah, 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 Sailor Moon flees, uh, Minako transforms, and notify the other scouts. Uh, combo fire and electric, so the other scouts do show up. We see that, uh, through Mars and Jupiter, they kind of shoot this, uh, Yoma with a beam, and then the bubbles make it confused by mm-hmm. Ami, and, uh, there's a new jingle for the moon healing escalation now. <laughs> yes. It's been upgraded. Uh, Sailor Mars tries to reach out to Mamoru after this, uh, Yoma is healed, refreshed. Uh, and Venus says, that's not Mamoru, that's Endymion. I don't know how she would... Oh, she knew because she was in the barber chair, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, hunting young woman has never been my style, <laughs> says... Oh, hurting young woman has never been my style. Oh, well, that was another... Yeah. Previously, Usagi, when she said, like, tricking young girls into, like, affording, like, getting cheap haircuts yeah. is, is unforgivable. Your uh, early bird special should be extended! Yeah. <laughs> And I'm going to fight for the moon. Um, but uh, Queen Metalia slash Beryl commands a retreat, as she often does, and Endymion dips out. Uh, Queen Metalia speaks with Endymion and cannot let him die, does not want to let him die. So yeah. another romantic connection, I guess. Uh, good use of loyalty. Um, she's going to put him to good use. And then as Beryl is talking to like her thrall, it's revealed that he has been brainwashed mm-hmm. to uh, um, Kunzite. And he's got, like, the armor on yeah. now. I don't yeah. know if it stays that way, but, yeah. Um, Usagi says that she will accept her princess responsibilities because Tuxedo Mask is safe, and she doesn't want others to be turned into monsters. And then perceptive best girl Makoto suggests Ray move on as well. So we give Ray like, the closer she needs. Yes. And plus she has that other guy. She has Yoichi or whatever. Yoichi. Mm-hmm. Uh, who will make an appearance in an episode we will not watch. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, we get to that, and then the tail end of the series. So... We have a few more episodes where Tuxedo Mask kind of, like, is evil version of himself. Mm-hmm. And then we just plummet into the final battle. Okay. Which, it will go there, Dan. Like, yeah. The last few episodes are strong. Oh, I'm looking yeah. forward to it. Mm. I, I mean, I've, I've thoroughly, I've loved this so far, yeah. so. So we're almost done. We almost I'm, come to the, I'm another, there for the ride. end of another season here. Yeah. Anime was not a mistake. But uh, before we go and reveal what lies in store... 
where can our audience find us on social media? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at king underscore Dennis. Uh, hey, I have been a little slow with the updates lately, but... I saw uh, you made some uh, spooky Pokemon art. Yes, uh, <laughs> I had to. Um, and then, of course, our Anime Was Not a Mistake, you know, podcast Facebook page, mm. if you wish. And you can follow me at Losing My Mind JK on Instagram, Drink and Read JK on TikTok and um, Twitter. Uh, you can check out my other podcast, um, Nightcaps at the Theater. Uh, if you want some spooky movies with some drizzy drinks, even though I won't be touching the bottle again anytime soon. <laughs> so or, you're saying. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you could check out my book reading podcast that may be making a return soon. Aww. Soon. Um, we're plotting. We're planning as mm-hmm. we as we do. It's also called Drink and Read. If you like classic literature and the sound of my voice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Barney the Dinosaur. You know. I don't know. But <laughs> someone out there must be into it. <laughs> I'm not cute enough to be in Amity Park. You no, lied to me before. <laughs> there, I said it. <laughs> the starters can get in too, don't forget. So oh boy. You can be a large turtle or a yeah. monkey or a penguin. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. Well, Dan looks like he's going to race slap me. So. <laughs> Dan, what does our audience have to look forward to in the spookier weeks ahead? Well, uh, next week we do have a special event planned. Mm. Uh, part uh, one of a two-part Halloween celebration. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one will predate Halloween by a little bit, but we wanted to, you know, uh, we conferred and we want to do both, because mm-hmm. it could be stupid and fun. Yes. Um, so, I thought of this a while ago, and going into this spooky season, we, you know, we did some reflection, mm-hmm. and uh, over the years, for the sake of, uh, for like the 30 years that we've been doing this podcast, you know, in exchange for immortality, we've watched a lot of anime. And in order to uh, provide a streamlined experience, we've skipped quite a few episodes. Every um, every spooky episode. Yeah. For some reason, yeah. 95% of our skipped content is ghost episodes. <laughs> really? So uh, I figured it could be fun if we go back and revisit series that we've already covered and look at those, uh, you know, ghoulish episodes in what we are calling the stupid spooky skipped Halloween episode spooktacular <laughs> with what? perhaps a uh, a ghastly surprise <gasps> at the end. Oh my gosh. So uh, we do hope that you'll uh, keep an eye out on the, the foggy seas mm. manning the lighthouse. Yeah. <laughs> I'll wait for you, Dan. <laughs> I've waited for so long. And we hope to see you there, alive or dead. <laughs> Wasagi. <laughs> Here at Anime Was Not a Mistake, we have one mission. Whether you be a magical girl, a giant fighting robot, a raccoon, or just a fan of podcasts in general, we hope to one day arrive at a definitive answer to the following question. Is anime a mistake? While we obviously don't think so, there's no harm in expanding our weeb horizons now, is there? As of late, our humble little show is devoted to the analysis and discussion of movies, series, and episodes that show off that powerful art that is animation. However, none of this would be possible without listeners like you. If you like what you hear on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and more, then why not support us on Instagram at Anime Was Not a Mistake Podcast, or on Facebook at Anime Was Not a Mistake Pod. We promise to go happies on the sake with you. Join us, won't you? This time and the next. And with that, Dan and I leave you with a to be continued as the chill anime beats play. Sayonara. <laughs> <laughs>